Yeah. What's up, man? I'm here. I'm hearing y'all niggas over here talk. I was listening to that <laughs> shit, man. I'm hearing these niggas. I'm like, God damn, man. Yeah, the narrative. Without knowing yourself, without knowing your own way of thinking and why you think certain things, without knowing the background of your conditioning and why you have certain beliefs about art and religion, about your country and your neighbor and about yourself, how can you think truly about anything? Without knowing your background, without knowing the substance of your thought and whence it comes, surely your search is utterly futile. Your action has no meaning, has it? A homeless guy who was maybe having a mental health episode um, um, pushed this lady in front of the train right before the train came. She died. That's fucked up. You want to invest oh. in your people. So you invest in education. You invest in infrastructure to support them in whatever avenues they choose to do. Because people are the ones that come up with technology and systems and improvements and all of this shit. But if they are layered with debt, they're on a hamster wheel, they're working three jobs, they're not going to create that next fucking thing. At the same time, there's people who never get that kind of treatment, you know, so if we're, you know, a just society, we can't just be that way for some people and, you know, give a shit less about the other. And, like, and, and freaking um, uh, critical race theory, bro. Because that's how this dude got in, too. Um, uh, see uh, what happens uh, with that, you know, plea in the... The home of American... I don't want to hear a speech, but they explain it. Hold on, let me see. The former private equity CEO is the first Republican in 12 years to take the governor's oath of office in Virginia. He replaces Democratic Governor Ralph Northam. In his first remarks as governor, Youngkin spoke on the expectations to deliver for the people of that state. For the 73rd time in the history of Virginia, the home of American democracy, we're participating in the peaceful and orderly transfer of leadership. The will of the people grants a license to serve, a temporary license extended with trust, with hope, and with expectations to deliver on promises made. Duncan defeated former Democratic Governor Terry McCullough by about 63,000 votes in November. In the final months of campaigning, Youngkin pushed education to the forefront. He vowed to expand charter schools, raise teacher pay, and that? how history is taught in the classroom. What part? To dive deeper Wait. into all of this, I want to bring in Carly Haynes, who has been following the swearing-in ceremony. Yeah, let me turn that little part back. All right. To dive deeper into all of this, I want to bring in Carly Haynes on the forefront. He vowed to expand charter schools, raise teacher pay, and restrict how history is taught in the classroom. Restrict how history is taught in the classroom. So one more time. Pay and restrict how history is taught in the classroom. Thousand votes in November. In the final months of campaigning, Youngkin pushed education to the forefront. He vowed to expand charter schools, raise teacher pay, and restrict how history is taught in the classroom. I know y'all heard that.
Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. I mean, you know, to me, it's just, it's, it's crazy that people don't want to accept the truth and hide the truth of, you know, American history uh, so much to where, you know, it's become a political thing. Like, I mean, history is history and what happened happened. So like by trying to divert, you know, like really, instead of just being honest and continue to live a lie, you know, is one of the reasons why, cause I mean, this thing is only going to be held up for so much longer anyway. Like this thing is going to really fall so bad to where it's just, but what what I was saying was I'm I'm making a prediction that the Republicans are gonna sweep the next cycle of elections and they're gonna use CRT as their tool to do that. Because that's how he won. Let me read some of the comments right quick. Doc says hold on. Hell, I can even read Hobo Graffiti signs. That was like 10 minutes ago. My bad for being late. Shelter to provide you with an email ad address. Um, they prefer to have you come out and repent, then die of natural causes. Dying in prison is a martyrdom. I don't know, because when you die in prison, they, they say you die of natural causes. Like, especially if it took a long time. Restrict history can also mean not talking about the Holocaust the true depravity of slavery and such to fourth graders. You know, I would ask the question, you know, even somebody who dies of natural causes, could it have attributed to some unnatural events? Yeah, just like that's why I said Dr. CB, because I think that's what happened in his case. He, he had an untimely death but they didn't kill him. They put him in a bad situation where he was unhealthy situation. He's an older guy already. Yeah, I mean, he's an older guy. I mean, it's really cold in these prisons. Yeah. Um, he, you know, you know, maybe stressed out behind, like, the reasons why he, how he ended up there because, you know, he just had a bunch of money on him that he just hadn't had a chance to deposit, you know, he had done some shows or like, you know, I say shows, but you know how you go and have his lectures or whatever. So, I mean, I don't think the dude was doing anything illegal, but, you know, and then $10,000 for some people is chump change. I mean, isn't like that's yeah. the, But know. this comment, Doc, restrict history can also mean not talking about the Holocaust, the true depravity of slavery to, and such to fourth graders. I don't see, are, are, you, are, you, are you saying that it's a problem with fourth graders learning that particular history? Because I don't think it's, I don't think it's a problem. I don't think, I think it they, is either. I, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, there's always gotta be taxed, you know, by on the, the behalf of teachers on how to teach something without it being so too graphic or too horrifying for you know the audit from you know for the audience but at the same time you know we have to be honest like we're a fucked up country because we ha we can't face ourselves 
we can't look ourselves in the eye at how and i'm saying as a whole as the country that you know we fucked up like i mean the only the only way to to ever get better is to accept the faults and the, the mistakes and change them well that's not know. the direction we're going in they passed a law in virginia there's teachers leaving out of the state of Virginia because in their curriculum, they're making them teach something that never happened. It's like a debate or something, and it's in the curriculum. It never happened. And so some history teachers having a problem with that. And it's like history teachers are having problems teaching history in the state of Virginia because of the legislations that they have passed recently. Well, you got to think, I mean, did it happen? Did it not happen? I mean... That's some of the stuff that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's gotten so tainted now that, you know, because they've already been lying about a lot of the history. Uh, because, I mean, we, should, we talked about this before where the people that showed up from Virginia that they call African slaves were white people. Yeah, the, the history is so twisted. So Doc says... But you went to jail for your beliefs and never left. That inspires. Yeah, but if it happens slowly, they, people gonna. It doesn't have as much impact if they just killed you. It should have been natural causes in quotation marks. I believe in restricting history to age-appropriate levels. Get the overall learned then, as they have the mental and emotional capability to process to dive deeper. Um, never lie about it, but many details in appropriate for a seventh, tenth grader are not appropriate for younger children. I disagree with you on that, Doc. I think kids understand, you know, and I, they go through emotional trauma too. And then the us trying to baby them so much is one of the problems I think that has happened. It, you know, we babied the whole last generation. Now they asked to grow up. And now they're some grown-up ass babies because they ain't fucking dealt with like uh adversity. They haven't had like well, they still have these things that happen when that you don't know about as a parent and you think you know about these altercations and stuff like that that they do. They but we try to put them in a bubble and keep them away from, you know, going through any kind of struggle. Um and I think we're doing them a disservice, you know, when we go in at it that way. You know, and I also think that kids at young age are able to understand, you know, complex freaking we underestimate these children. They 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 can get they'll get it. Well, and you yeah. also you're also pissing these kids off because they know something is not right. I mean, just think about when we were going through school. I mean, like the the, the ongoing question is all you know, it's like uh how how do you actually discover of you know a place that people already live in you know and you know by you not teaching the context in where the whole discovery the uh, doctrine of discovery comes from and how this all is supposed like you leave people lost so i mean you can teach you know you can teach certain things about history but when you leave out certain information you're really you know distorting and yeah, you, and you're definitely doing a disservice because yeah. they're 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 gonna be confused because, like you said, the context. You know, like how do you do? How do you teach? How do you teach the Civil War? 
So then now you're going to be making up stories or something. You're going to be changing it in some kind of way. How do you tell the story of the Civil War without it being, you know, how do you yeah. how do you tell the story of the Holocaust and Hitler without it being, you know, graphic, if you will? What about yeah. um, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X? How do you tell that story? How do you tell the story of the civil rights era without it having some gore in that shit? Yeah. I, I just think honesty is the best policy, man. You be upfront, you be honest with, <clears throat> you be upfront, you be honest with these kids, man, because kids are more resilient than what, kids are more resilient than what they gave us credit for as children you know what i'm saying a lot of the lies and a lot of the fairy tales that they gave us you know has you know if you think about it we've had to retrain ourselves and go and learn this shit on our own and you know uh left with the feeling of man i've been fucking lied to my whole fucking life you know my whole life i've been lied to my you know it's like you know it's it just kind of makes you feel like what were you guys protecting protecting me from where you you know because we need to know the truth we need to know what's up what's on you know what's real and what's not and, and, and in well, our society we start off at the beginning telling them that santa claus is real and all of this shit when they're kids and then later when they grow up like oh yeah oh yeah that's that was all bullshit you know there's so many yeah. uh rituals that we have like that where we straight up lie to the kids about something and then later on we tell them it's totally different yeah so i mean you gotta think about what kind of example you're setting as a society of you know you can you can lie about it you can create your own story and, and you don't have to really be honest about it because you know like that's what you know adults are doing and you know but to me i think overall a lot of it is to um maintain power because by developing a narrative that you know everything is okay and the, just because of happenstance is why you know certain people get treated the way they get treated so they like nobody's ever atoning for the you know the negatives that happen based on you know laws and policies that well I, i'm gonna go more with policies and codes that people live by that made life worse for others you know for some than others so we're it, let actually me read Doc's, let me read Doc's comment it's not about babying them it's about introducing ideas and concepts that come with the graphic details at the time where they can actually absorb it into their worldview. It's like philosophy. You learn the foundations, then you dive deeper concepts. You're advocating similar teaching algebra before basic math. But I bet you they teach them about the Civil War in elementary school. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, you know, if, you, if you're going to talk about it, you know, you can't, you know, you can't go into it without addressing. Like, if you're going to be, like, you have to be honest and if you know let's just say like the whole idea of uh you know like when you talk about the president that's gotten assassinated you know can we can we actually discuss why so that they have some context like these are the people that's gonna 
at some point run this country and by not have you know honestly seeing the faults that we you know that the, as a whole as a country you know went through like you're setting them up for fail you know for them to fail and, again because and, and and i swear a lot of the stuff you're not gonna see the truth until you start taking like upper level courses anyways once you graduate high school and start taking some kind of college courses or whatever any post high school courses that's when you start learning what's actually the real deal any fucking way. <laughs> well, yeah. Every time. Oh, I, 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 and I get that. I mean, I know I was at a much older age before I could really put a lot of it together. But I think that's still because, you know, we they lie. lie. Yeah. yeah. We were living, we were living uh, of this lie of like, you know, because, you know, just the idea that America is the greatest country on the planet has been alive for so long that you know we you know we foolishly go around with an attitude and we develop hate from outsiders because you know we're so you know programmed to go with this narrative that's false so i mean you, you got to think about like other countries grow up hating us because we're so oblivious to the truth. We're, we're not yep. honest about what, you know, what has been happening, what's happening in the moment, you know, like with our news, like, I mean, we're getting lied to every day in our day-to-day -day news and we're walking around like, oh yeah, no, I look, you know, like we just know what was truly happening, but we're, you know, our psychology has been, you know you know so skewed to where you know it's we're, we're just the biggest fools on the planet like so why why are we setting our futures up our our kids that's gonna you know be trying to make decisions for us at some point that still don't really understand the truth of what was happening during our lifetime or during our you know, reign of power, and now it's their turn, they end up just even worse off than we are. And we have a better understanding of everything that's going on. Like, we, what we know, these kids should know. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to, you know, give them some Freddie, Jason story. Yeah. story I think they, they're just fine. Their brain absorbs information just like us. And it, it'll be better that they learn it younger so that they can become to process. process this information within context of their life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they because can I'm, actually see it. Overall, I mean, because for me, I, I would love to see America in the state of justice where we, you know, we actually have justice for all, like all of the things that we have, you know, put on paper for what this country is and if we continue to lie to ourselves and our children you, we're never going to get to that place because these are gonna, these kids if they if they can really see for what it is like they'll join together no matter what the race is to because they're like no like this is like these are the same mistakes that you know our forefathers made you know I think the, you know, instead of doing this shit again, let's work out something that will actually 
take us further to you know propel us into a higher state of being you know so i think we, i mean the honest honesty is the best policy man yeah man that's um i um and, and i think the kids can understand i really do i think they'll they can get it yeah we they, underestimate they definitely that. can they're they're actually smarter than we are there's a lot of things like some some of these kids that rebel at uh such an early age is because they know that we're lying to them they they like they have these senses that they're born with that you know that they know like they they can sense it they know that something's not right about what's going on and then they're just here they just gotta deal with it they're not in a position where they can do anything so they are frustrated with us because we're not being honest a bunch of fucking liars a country of liars and then it's like as you grow up then you you're that's one of the things i hate you know the most and i i really suck at lying because i feel like in this country we're taught to lie like and then you get in trouble for telling the truth because like if you like if you admit you did it's like it's the right thing to do to admit that you did something but in like a situ situation in a setting in a company setting or group setting or whatever you know mm -hmm. you it it, it 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 wouldn't benefit you to tell the truth you know what i'm saying in a lot of cases that is so freaking true you know but you know like that's and, and you know like the whole idea like if you speak too much truth about the government the president or you know anything like a lot of things that you know we might be encountering now you get censored and you know like that's another thing that goes against our constitution i mean we're, we're talking about you know freedom of speech and you know us speaking our mind and this that and the other but as soon as you do, they still, you know, they exercise the right of, you know, shutting you up or, or you know, quieting your voice by some form of censorship. It's, it's insane, bro. It's really, it's I, I'm, you know, like I'm worried more and more because I saw it. Like I, I know how pissed off I was when I start being able to research things and find it out find out things for myself these different perspectives and you know i don't know if these kids will be able to handle it as well as some of us because i mean yeah well i guess they're being programmed as well but you're gonna have a bunch of kids that's pissed off because they they weren't built for this like it, their generation thinks way further than we do like and they came here angry some of them and the violence will come and sit in your lap so i want to go this is a perfect segue i think into this i wanted to go into this anyway did y'all hear about the hostage situation in the synagogue briefly um, i heard i heard something about it but i don't really know the all the details on it. All right, check it out. It's at Colleyville Synagogue. The hostage is safe. The hostage taker, he is dead. We want to go right now to a news conference from officials, Colleyville Police and the FBI. 
Good evening, everybody. Uh, it's been a long day. Thank you guys for coming out and covering this. My name is Michael Miller. I'm the chief of police here in Colleyville, Texas. I'm going to give you just some uh, a, a, an update on what happened today. We've been out here all day. Uh, this morning at about 1041, we received a 911 call uh, regarding a disturbance at uh, the 6100 block of Pleasant Run, which is Congregation Beth Israel. It's our local Jewish synagogue. At that time, uh, they were having services, and those services were being broadcast uh, across Facebook and across Zoom. And we began to get information that a gunman had entered the uh, synagogue and taken uh, four individuals hostage. At that time, uh, patrol resources responded to the area. Uh, we called out our SWAT team, our North Tarrant Regional SWAT team, who responded. We set up a perimeter, and we began to evacuate the houses that were in the local area. Um, we really appreciate all of the people who uh, were, were uh, inconvenienced by uh, us asking them to stay away from the area, but it was important for their safety. Uh, at, at some point in time, uh, immediately after that, uh, we received some backup support from uh, Northwestern Hills SWAT team. I immediately, uh, once we heard there was a hostage situation, I called the FBI. Um, FBI, uh, Special Agent Char Charge Matt, Matt DeSarno came out uh, immediately. FBI, uh, ATF, HSI, uh, Texas Department of Public Safety, and all of our local uh, partners all responded as well. We've had nothing but phenomenal support. Uh, from our state, local law enforcement and federal partners. At mm. some point in time during the, uh, the the times we were negotiating with the subject uh, for a period of time all day, uh, constant communication with him, he did release one hostage in the middle of the uh, incident. That hostage was not harmed, and he was uh, he was he's doing well now. Uh, the uh, the FBI called out uh, the hostage rescue team, which is an elite uh, hostage rescue force out of Quantico, Virginia. They they uh, immediately when uh, the the SAC called, they got on a plane and flew out here. I think they brought 60 or 70 people uh, from Washington D.C. to uh, to come and help with the situation. Wow! Uh, sometime around 9 p.m. That's today, a lot of support. Uh, this evening, the HRT, the hostage rescue team, breached uh, the. Um, the synagogue, uh, they rescued the three hostages, and uh, the, the subject is deceased. Um, I'd like to think uh, that this is a success. Okay, so they basically, they killed him. But there's a um, there's an aspect to this. Do they talk about it on here? can't remember. Let me see. It's an aspect to this related to... Hostages and the situation resolved anti-semitism you know and like but 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 what's crazy is that this is a story and then I, he, the guy was saying that they was all working together with federal and local and state all quickly like that like how many times does that happen they always give each other a hard time quickly, uh threatening so you gotta think I'm about just, who's Go that's ahead. That's where I'm headed. That's where I'm headed. This is where I'm headed. Where I'm headed is that, you know, not everybody gets this kind of treatment, basically. You know what I'm saying? There's levels to how the, you know, services react to certain demographics or groups um, related to others. 
And yeah. what a lot of people don't understand is the United States, we're still very segregated. Like we're integrated at work, but when we go home, our local area is the community that kind of looks like us. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much how it how it is. How and the cities are set up that way. And like I say, so the public services are also set up that way. So well, well you know, there's I mean, there's always been uh, a, you know, protected class, those are semi protected and those who are unprotected. So, you so know my point is history though. History explains why this is the case with this, right? Yeah. So in yeah. a story like this, the kids wouldn't even adults that haven't been really taught these stories properly don't understand, you know, the significance of a story like this one. If that makes any sense what I'm saying. So us lying basically I'm bringing it back to not being truthful with the kids, they can't understand this. And this is like, you know, like, you know, imagine if it was your kids up there at the synagogue, you know, that night or whatever, you know, or anywhere in the vicinity or any family member of yours, you know what I'm saying? You, mm -hmm. you know, you, you're going to be scared shitless. Um, you, you hope they, they, that they would come and be like deal with this those kinds of situations like that all the time in that same manner. And well, go I, ahead. I think I think there's gonna be because see like there's there's kids that's growing up. Uh, you know some some of these kids are still very much divided from, you know, what we say is regular kids. So like they go and they live in a mindset that. <laughs> you know, some people deserve to be more protected or that they just they just really are just become accustomed to getting a certain level of protection. Whereas other people who live outside of their community, you know, they don't they don't get to fully grasp, you know, that, you know, other people are going through the same kind of stuff, but they don't get treated the same way that they get treated. So you know, by not understanding that, you know, there's people who actually went through a Holocaust or, and potentially we could say it's still going through uh, the latter ends of their Holocaust that gets, uh, you know, don't have the same protections that they had, even though their Holocaust only lasted a few years and others uh, lasted centuries. So, you know, it's let me read Doc's comments. Doc says, at the at what time have I ever advocate lying? I have specifically said do not. You guys collectively jump there, and that is a perfect example why it's difficult to develop a universal education program. My education degree is specialist in childhood development, abnormal behavior, and special education, but I still make more serving tables. And, and that's what I'm saying about the community no. and the money not going to the right programs. But go ahead. Yeah, but I, I, I don't want Doc to feel like anybody's jumping on anyone, you know, like, you know, but, you know, I, I think that, you know, we do have a duty as uh, adults. We, we have to decide what's going to be better for the for the whole. 
you know, because like, just like the story that we were just talking about, I mean, we have people who, you know, have, you know, teams of people that barely work well together, but because it was a certain group, they all shut the hell up and went and did what needed to be done in that situation, which, I mean, you know, it's a good thing that somebody came through, you know, they did what they were supposed to do, but then at the same time, there's people who never get that kind of treatment, you know, so if we're, you know, a just society, we can't just be that way for some people and, you know, give a shit less about the other. Dime que tu quieres, papi. You know, give a shit less about the other, like other people. So, I mean. And what, what's crazy about the Holocaust is because what about the Native, Native American genocide, you know? What about. You know, what about the uh, transatlantic slave trade genocide? You know, what, what you know, and, and the countless gen, the, what about the uh, DRC, the Democratic Republic of the Congo's genocide? You know, I mean, there's a long list of them. I can and keep there's going. there's a bunch of that, yeah, that don't get talked about because the people in power, the ones you know the the current power is the ones who created a lot of this uh these issues that we're dealing with today and instead of taking it head on and and accepting that these things were not good and that you know they can demonize a certain group of people and they can uplift others and act as if they you know are better than you know the the you know another group everybody's experiencing you know, hardships, and if we don't tell the truth about all of them, we're 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 robbing our children of being able to, you know, become the just society that we all wish we could live in now. Like we're we're, we're all suffering. You know, I don't care who you are. I mean, even even the people who getting protected. Uh, at the highest levels right now are still being robbed because you know they're you know they have they're living in a falsehood that and, and, and can't really see that there's other people who deserve the same things that they receive you know like right there's good and bad points to every parts and yes everybody is suffering that's what I say in in, in, in Babylon everybody suffers. So even them, because then they, they feel attacked, right? They feel uh, people are pointing them out and, you know, uh, you know, putting them to the side and like, you know, uh, like, oh, it's their fault. Everybody wants to blame them and stuff. You know what I mean? So, but but look, but look <clears throat> at what, what, what you've done. Look at the position, you know what I'm saying, that you've put, created <laughs> to put yourself in. So, yeah. you know. Of course, you're going to have them coming at you when you've created this situation where you get extra favoritism. Yeah. Uh, I mean, overall, I, I feel like, you know, these there's, there's people they're okay with, you know, you know, because they like they want to maintain the powers that they have. You know, I I, pro I I may not want to give up the powers that I had if I was in a situation, but I'm, you know, I'm clearly and I think always will be 
somebody about truth because even when I fuck up and I, you know, I've done something that I may not be proud of, I still have to, you know, you know, after at least a period of time, I have to say, okay, you know what? I, I was wrong. And, you know, to free myself of that, that, you know, whatever, whatever it was I did, I have to accept that I was wrong. And, you know, I, I need to, I got to do better than what I was. Doing and I think what America I has created a culture of, you know, I don't have to admit the the customer is always right. Um, never having to admit when you're sorry, you know, never having to say you're sorry. You know, all of these things, um, people take them as, you know, you know, I don't have to do no self-reflection. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the women are like, I don't have to get a man. I'll just go buy a vibrator. You know, I don't have to do no self-reflection to take me for who I am, you know, and, and, and that's, that's what we're sold. That's what we're sold by the corporations. I believe it's another way to separate us, but that's our fault. You know what I'm saying? We got to take responsibility for that. And, you know, I mean, you know, some people get it. Some people don't. I mean, some people's heart is more on something that really doesn't um benefit the whole i mean you know a lot of us are selfish and you know want to see things or so used to seeing things the way that they are to where you know the people who are so you know like truly suffering you know continue to get stepped on and used and abused because you know, others don't want to accept or admit their fault and try to make the changes necessary so that we can have a more fair and just society. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, as simple know. as that. And it's like, the thing is personal accountability. That's what I mean. Like, we don't really champion that in our society. We say that we do, but we, we, we don't. Just like I said earlier, if you're in a group, um, saying you were the one that made the mess is, is probably not a good idea. You know what I mean? Um, walking away and pretending it wasn't you and hopefully, you know, everybody won't know who did it because it's a bunch of people around is, 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 is the most, you know, that's yeah. the, that's the, that's the best thing to do or whatever, but that's not the right thing to do. And that's what I'm saying. Our society, um, it, 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 personal accountability is not a thing that we really champion. Yeah, I mean, the person, you know, the person who left the mess, you know, it's more beneficial for them because, you know, they get to save face. They get to, you know, move on and not have to go, you know, not, like they don't have to go back and clean up the, you know, like without taking the accountability, you just leave it for somebody else to clean up. So, you know, you, you know, really, you know, like to re really be a true human, because I mean, it's, it's, it's really subhuman. If you really want to get down to it, it's subhuman to be a liar. You know, saying so you're not, you know, the, you're keeping the, 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 the universe off balance because you won't be truthful about yourself and 
you know the 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 issues that you're you're causing the problems you know that you're causing yeah and 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 almost like most of the people i know could do some could use some self-reflection we all could use some self-reflection and that's why they keep on saying know thyself so you can you know be aware of yourself <laughs> yeah i mean it's let me read comments. Those were examples, and most of your specific examples are in high school and the first two years of college. There is an urban legend that the man who said the customer is always right went out of business six years later. I don't know, bro. Uh, Walmart, Home Depot look like they're doing just fine. Have you heard about the girl suing Drake? He put hot sauce in the used condom and she went to the bathroom and tried to drain it. Oh. Yeah, and she that's doesn't want to. No, I, I heard about that, but you that's know, horrible. but but every no, time I but, look at my reflection, I wonder who the hell the old guy in the mirror is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, well, no, yeah, I mean, you know, the thing about it, she wants to be angry with uh, with 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 Drake. If this is even our true story, you know, because some people say they doubt that that's even real. But either way, I mean, just following that story, you know, so you know, some people are would actually be mad at Drake for protecting himself because, like, obviously, you know, he knows that there's a bunch of women that would love to come up with his baby, but and you know, because he sensed that she would be that type. I mean, otherwise, he wouldn't, you know, he would have never, he wouldn't have worried about it he would have just threw the thing the, the condom away and been done but because he put hot sauce and now she's gonna burn herself she's the deceiving party you know what i'm saying she's the one who's actually trying to be deceitful where they they you know agreed to have sex and you know use a condom to protect from that but she goes and tries to behind his back find to get this condom and put the you know, his trying to put his sperm in her for a pregnancy. Like, how is this? Of how is this really looked at as being the, the fault of Drake? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've I've seen situations before where girls do stuff like that. So I know that's a real thing. But I doubt if this story. I don't think this story is real. This that story hasn't really made it on my my radar. Um, I probably just skipped right past it because like the, the, the way the music industry and entertainment industry is now, it's all tied to kind of like these memes on the social media and they use that as promotions for whatever projects they'd be working on. So pretty much always all of it be bullshit. Yeah. 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 So what we have to do is reverse that. Let me see. Let's hear what he says. The conversations that we're exposed to and the things that we believe about ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important that we watch what our children are listening to because the words shape our mindset and our, what psychologists call the self-explanatory style. Dr. Carter G. Woodson said, if you can determine what a man shall think, you never have to concern yourself with what he will do. Ooh. He said, if you can make a man feel inferior, you never have to compel him the seek an inferior status, for he will seek it himself. And if you can make a man feel justly an outcast, 
You never have to order him to go to the back door. He'll go without being told. And if there's no door, his very nature will demand one. That book, The Miseducation of the Negro, oh, the Negro absolutely. that yes. has been my Bible. Because yeah, we've been miseducated. Strong. And still to this very day. Mm -hmm. So what we have to do is reverse that thinking and help them to begin to get a different vision of themselves, different than what the school system is giving them with the indoctrination that they have, depriving them of knowledge of who they are and helping them to see themselves as having greatness within them and the ability to achieve greatness and to be able to manifest it in all dimensions of our lives. We can do more than just rap or box or run with a football or a helmet 35 miles an hour. We can do so many other things and we have to expose our kids to those things so they can say, that's me. Woo, Les Brown, that was a word this morning. You know what, I, I want to ask a question. Um, is it only, like, you know, should only, uh, you know, college students or, you know, you get into high school when you really deserve to learn the truth about the world that we live in yeah like, i mean and and it, and it should be free anyways and you want a you want an educated society and i'm screaming this from the top of my lungs forever what else would you want to spend the majority of your money on you want to invest in your people so you invest in education you invest in infrastructure to support them in whatever avenues they choose to do. Because people are the ones that come up with technology and systems and improvements and all of this shit. But if they are layered with debt, they're on a hamster wheel, they're working three jobs, they're not gonna create that next fucking thing. Done, son. But what they about want, they what want about, these major conglomerates. They want these worldwide corporations to continue to run the show. They do not want no competition. Mash the middle class. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking at uh, more on a perspective of where we where our children grow up with embedded integrity. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we are always lying to our children... We can't be honest about certain things because, oh, you know, maybe they're not ready to hear this yet or whatever. No, I mean, you know, like I said, you don't want to horrify, but at the same time, there's ways, and you know, to be tactful on how we're actually teaching, you know, our kids how, you know, the being, and, you know, and being honest to where, there, you know, as you know, it's a common thing. It's like everybody's honest with each other. They don't grow up trying to figure out how to be a liar to hide things and, you know, be the sequel to others just for their personal gains. Like it's. I, I want to say in China or Japan, they teach the kids like um, manners first before anything. And at lunchtime, it, lunch is a class, and so because they serve each other food, 
They help to prepare the food and they also clean up everything and wash the dishes and everything. Yeah. Um that's that's I guess one way of uh you know coming together on certain things, which I mean I think is a good thing and Maybe that needs to be something that we could adapt to at least to some extent where, you know, eat, shoot. We're falling so far behind. Like, like I say, in the, in the, in the, in the global arena, um, in tech or, you know, any sector you want to look at, um, people from other countries are going to be the, um, executives of these a lot of these, you know, because the talent is not coming from here because we're not producing it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be up to us to, to try to, you know, implement some of these changes because none of it happens overnight. But, you know, at some point we have to, you know, call spade a spade and, you know, We, we we have to be accountable so that we can uh, uh we can look to our kids and expect them to be accountable as well. We have to set the examples of where we really want to be or where you know where we're trying to go with this country instead of make letting everything just kind of end up where it may. Yeah, man, give a fuck and give a fuck. The- the money needs to go towards that. And instead, like we was just showing in the video earlier, the dude ran for governor and he won. And he was talking about reallocating more funds away from the, the, the public schools and into charter schools. And also restricting how you teach history. Basically, yeah. that CRT thing, I think it came out for this. It came out for them to use this and use it in this way. And it's mm-hmm. going to be a political wave for like the next four years, at least. It, it was definitely, uh, uh, it was purposefully uh, you know, brought up for political uses. And um I, I guess it's always been um situations like this where you know these things are made political where this it should be just something that we're actually because I mean the term like uh, even like I said we've we've talked about this before the terms of CRT is uh is very ridiculous. You know, it's meant to you know, tri- to to trigger. Yeah. Trigger is a better word. Yes. Yeah. To for the uh the you know the people. I mean, there's a lot of people who still don't really understand the whole idea of what you know the critical what critical race theory is. You know, they're they're also confused. Because you know it's like 
you know, some people are like, so what's the big deal? Like, history is history. You know, I don't, I don't know. It's, 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 it's really insane. And the only way you could understand what's going on now in the world, it, how could you possibly understand what's going on now? And 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 if if your predictions of the future should be have any accuracy to it, you're gonna have to have a good idea of what the fuck actually fucking happened before. Yeah, without any sugar coating, you know. And I was saying it before in the military, they tend to teach good history to you in the military. They'll make you take those classes and shit and they'll teach you the real deal of what the fuck happened. Um, because they want the soldiers to understand certain things. Um, that civilians don't. Because it's motivational or whatever. It helps them, you know, work Get their way the right. through what It helps them get into the right mindset of what, you know, what, you know, the purpose of their involvement can make so the overall big picture of it yeah so yeah so that's the problem we don't have perspective we can't see the overall big picture because we haven't been taught the proper history so we haven't been given the proper context and every generation like it seems like every you know every few years or whatever like the the anti-government uh ideas have grown more and more over the years because of the you know what they are allowed to do how you know they're able to affect you know everyday people with um you know whatever agendas they have come up with which you know people are steadily just gonna you know rebuke a lot of things that government has to say like ha like the, i wish i knew the exact numbers the stats on the you know like people that you know that 100 percent believe in what the uh, government says and those who you know think that they're just complete liars i i mean wish we could really give us full stats on that so that people can realize that no like the we have no trust, you know, like we have no trust in our country. How, what, what kind of relationship is that? These are people that's, that These are people that we... Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, let me read Dr. Cummings. Wow, you guys went right back to all about lying. Staged information happens in every culture. You even learn speech before literacy yourself. It is the same thing you can teach someone about many of the specifics until they have vocabulary and mental emotional development to grasp it. And even more important, it has to be measured by the lowest common denominator, not the highest, but not, but then you allow the faster students to run with it and find ways to communicate the lesson. Damn, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, cause my screen went black. Oh wow. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so, uh, I don't know how uh, to satisfy the situation because I believe, I guess I believe what I believe 
And that well, I, I, I think it's the, is the I think I think what Doc's argument is fair, but I think that we're what I'm saying is they can take it earlier. They can understand it earlier. You're saying they need to have the emotional, mental, emotional development to grasp it. And I'm saying they already do because you're saying fourth graders shouldn't be taught this stuff. And I'm saying they should. Well, and I think that a lot of people don't realize that some of our kids have these emotional uh, issues is because they know that we're lying to them. Like a lot of the issues that we are seeing with our kids is because we have a problem with being honest. Like we are the problem we're presenting, we're causing the problems that we're seeing with our kids and thinking, you know, like they're like, damn, I mean, why won't they just, just say it? Like, why won't, you know what I'm saying? Like they're waiting for us to be adults. Like the kids are more accepting of these things because they're like, you know, hey, it is what it is. And because we have a problem, you know, we, you know, maybe there's a lot of good intention from people who are, you know, think they're protecting their kids by not saying this or saying that or whatever. But we're causing more of the problems because we won't face the truths of our mistakes. Yeah. Go ahead and keep talking for a moment. I'm going to refresh my screen, bro. All right. Yeah. I mean, we can make a big, you know, we, I really feel that we could make a bit, a bigger difference for our country, for our futures. Like we could really grow as human beings if we would just face our our faults, the truths, and like for anybody, I mean, in order for growth to happen, we have to accept the truth. There's adults now today that don't get the understanding uh, or have the full understanding because, you know, they were neglected and, you know, with information that was very vital for them to be able to process the world as it really is that the rest of the world you know they're they're being taught some of these very things about our country that you know they can see it from a different perspective than we can and this is our country like mm. you know you like there's a problem there like you know we're the incompetent ones because we don't get to, you know, we don't get to see ourselves for who we really are. And, you know, which still, that which never allows us to be what we really can be. Um, Doc says, I have been absolutely clear with it being honest. It's like painting a picture, broad background strokes first, then address the details as the picture develops. Well, look, I want to make sure we cover this topic. Something's wrong with my screen. I don't know why I can't see myself, but y'all can hear me, right? I see you and I hear you. Okay. I, I can't I can't see myself. So I don't well, know, you're that's here. weird. 
you're here and like i'm looking at your lips move as you speak so i mean there's That's no weird. i don't i don't i don't see any delay or anything yeah well on my end oh i think it came back weird well i want to show this because this is the other topic i wanted to make sure we cover it and it's so freaking random but it's kind of connected to all we was talking about homeless mental health <laughs> politicians this dude was a cop already i think he was a subway cop too um the dude that became mayor man he really shouldn't have won that election he was telling parents to check their kids uh bags for guns on, you'll hear from uh, commissioner Keyshawn sewell followed by mayor adams followed by john jana lieber chairman of the mta uh, we also have uh, Chief Jason Wilcox from the Detective Bureau, who will be able to answer some limited questions about the investigation, and Chief Kathy O'Reilly, Chief of the Transit Bureau. So, Police Commissioner Sewell. Good afternoon, and thank you for coming. I'm Police Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell. Joining me today is the Mayor Eric Adams, Jano Lieber from the MTA, Edward Caban, First Deputy Commissioner, Kathleen O'Reilly, my Chief of Transit, Assistant Chief Jason Wilcox of the Detective Bureau. I want to remind you that this information is preliminary. This case is ongoing. Uh, earlier today at approximately 9.30 in the morning, uniformed officers who are patrolling the mezzanine area of the 42nd Street Times Square train station were alerted by train passengers that a male had just pushed a woman onto the southbound Q train tracks. Upon arrival at the scene, officers discovered a female under the train with severe trauma to her body. EMS responded and pronounced the victim deceased at scene. An investigation revealed that a woman was standing on the southbound RQ train platform when she was suddenly pushed onto the train tracks as she was standing waiting for the train. This incident was unprovoked and the victim does not appear to have had any interaction with the subject. After the incident, the subject fled the scene, but turned himself into Transit District 2 a short time later. The identity of the deceased is being withheld, pending proper notification to her family. What I can provide to you now is that she is a 40-year-old female who is a New York City resident. This was a senseless, absolutely senseless act of violence. Our investigators are actively investigating this crime and our uniformed officers will remain vigilant throughout the subway system. I'll turn it over to Mayor Adams for his comments. Thank you, thank you, Commissioner. A, a life is lost in this city. A woman lost her life due to a senseless act of violence. And when you look at this incident, it really highlights why the Commissioner and I rolled out a very significant plan of dealing with one, crime in our system, but also the mental health crises that we are facing. The Chief of Transit Police actively implemented that plan. And we're going to continue to grow that plan. But we need help from the outside as well. There is a law called Kendra's Law. Far too often, our judges are reluctant to institute that law. Those who cannot take care of themselves being obligated to receive the proper medical treatment that they need so we won't create a dangerous environment. 
we want to continue to highlight that, how imperative it is that people receive the right mental health services, particularly on our subway system. To lose a New Yorker in this fashion would only continue to elevate the fears of individuals not using our subway system. Our recovery is dependent on the public safety in this city and in this subway system. We can do that with the right balance, a balance of safety and a balance of proactively giving people the assistance they need when they're in mental health crisis. We're going to do our part, but we're asking all of our partners to join us and ensuring that we could have a safe subway system. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. I, I, I know that's kind of it's, it's it's hard to listen to that guy. I ain't gonna lie. Um, yeah. So did y'all hear the story though? The uh, guy pushed uh, the chick in front of the train right before the train came, like for no reason at all. And that's why they're talking about mental health. And and that's why they're talking about homeless. He may have he may he may have been homeless. Homeless mental health on the subway randomly pushes some lady in front of the train. And my point of this subject is, you know, we have to take care of the community as a whole for all of our safety. You know. So neglecting the people's mental health and having them roaming around the streets uh, leads to situations where they randomly push people in front of trains. So I agree with what the mayor was saying about increasing uh, money um, in that di direction, in that area of trying to deal with the mental health situations and the homeless, because how are you going to deal with the home mental health without dealing with the homeless? How are you going to deal with the homeless without dealing with the mental health? That's fucked up. Uh, I mean, there's nothing good about that at all. I mean, wh whether he was having an episode or not, I mean, I just so but what I'm saying is we we need to do a better job of taking care of the community and you see how not taking care of the community comes and bites you in the ass and comes and falls in your lap not can being um not caring can get you end up pushed into in front of the damn train because that's what I'm saying it could have been anybody but because we don't care about the homeless and the people who are struggling with mental health then that's the reason why we got these they, problems. They they may end up not caring so much about us, you know. Um, because like I said, it could have been solely, uh, um, you know, a mental health thing. Oh, you know, maybe that's an excuse. Because I mean, potentially, you, I mean, you don't. We don't know the full context of what happened between that, or potentially what happened between him and this lady. Like he might have, you know, he's homeless or whatever. He asked for some money, and she was like, "Fuck you, get a job, get with me, yeah." And then he decided, like, the so the she, source, the uh, preliminary um, witnesses said that they didn't have no words before it. There was no 
no contact, didn't know each other, never had any words. Yeah. He just randomly did that shit. Hmm. And maybe not that day. Maybe they didn't have that encounter that day. I mean, because like that's like that's the thing. Like, it's so much, so many things that happened that you know we might forget and be like, "Oh, it's no big right. deal." Looking over someone, ignoring them in a certain way. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at possibilities. I, I mean, maybe the lady never did anything to anybody. I don't. I mean, I don't know. But like, I, I mean, I, I look at some of the possibilities because, like, you know. Did, you know, like we just we we really don't know what may transpired with them before. A lot of people who are on a train ride a train every day. This guy, you know, like they may encounter each other more often than we know, because I mean, there's a, there's people that's that we're around, like you know, especially you living in in a city that you know y'all pass each other, but y'all never really recognize each other. But but y'all pass each other every day, you know what I'm saying? That's happens everywhere in life. You know, you just like I said, we don't know what potentially could have happened before. So, and I always ask the question, you know, why is this a story too? Because, you know, things like this do happen. Doc says, it happens more than we hear. It's just conveniently distracting so he doesn't have to talk all the gang street murders and other crimes up over 200%. Yeah. I think we got to look at the state of the world, uh, the pressures of COVID, the pressures of three people, you know, working three jobs, having roommates and shit so they can pay their bills and be able yeah. to live decently. We need to think about that. If you if every time you mention crime, you have to mention poverty. You know what I'm saying? Majority of the crime is motivated from poverty. Mm -hmm. it, 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 yeah, definitely. So I mean, there, I mean, if, if we conveniently forget that there's causes and effects to every situation regardless of how it might be seen in that moment, this cause and effect. Yep. Um, I think that was all the stuff. Let me double check and make sure I'm covering everything I wanted to cover today. We did New York City Mayor did the governor, we did the hostages, if DIA, arrested DIA informant who financed Haiti assassination, uh, homeless, oh, the winter storm, I got a clip on that, Okay. a little bit on that, let's do that right quick, because I mentioned that in the title. Want to make sure I cover everything before we wrap it. It's only like two minutes, y'all. I ain't even gonna play the whole thing.
We turn now to the major winter storm sweeping across the country. More than 100 million people on alert. Residents from the south into the northeast bracing for dangerous weather conditions, heavy snow, freezing rain, along with strong wind gusts that could bring down power lines. Georgia and surrounding states are getting ready. Officials urging against travel tomorrow and into Monday. That system has already brought more than a foot of snow in parts of Iowa as several governors are now declaring states of emergency. ABC's Ellen Lopez is in Charlotte tonight. Tonight, a dangerous winter storm on the move, putting more than 100 million people on alert. The system already pummeling parts of the Midwest with more than a foot of snow, sending cars sliding off roads, now taking aim at the southeast, threatening the region with damaging and even crippling ice and snow. This storm's a menace. At least four governors declaring states of emergency. Here in the Carolinas, crews are pouring in from out of state as they brace for widespread power outages that could last days. Duke Energy, the largest utility provider here, now estimating as many as 750,000 customers may be impacted. We hope it's not that bad, but when we look at history, we think it could be that bad, especially with the wind and the ice and the sleet. And in nearby Tennessee, shoppers racing to stock up on food and other supplies, clearing out shelves. Getting some groceries, some supplies before it gets bad and we get snowed in. Road crews working around the clock, gearing up ahead of tonight. That winter blast already grounding flights for tomorrow. At least 2,000 nationwide, including more than 1,000 here in Charlotte. And Elwin Lopez back with us now from Charlotte at a staging area for the largest utility provider there. We know power outages a huge concern tonight. And Elwin, resources from other parts of the country are pouring in to help out as they brace for this storm. That's right, Wet. Hundreds of these trucks are filling out to make sure they can roll out as soon as the storm passes. And of the 10,000 responding, 4,000 came from other states as far as Texas and Oklahoma. Wet. All right, you there? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, so what you think about... Um, and let me read Doc's comment. He says, most of the criminals I knew didn't do it because they couldn't work. It's because it was easy money and exciting. Oh. So, and, and this, the storm. So what about electricity? How does that affect you, you know? Um, how do you deal with that? Like, you know what I'm saying? What ways would that affect you if they, would you, you know, if the, if, if the electricity went down in the area you was driving through? Um, it probably wouldn't affect me so much unless I'm trying to get fuel because, uh, it does give a sit back if, um, you know, damn, I'm kind of. You know, I'm getting my, I'm getting a little weary. I apologize. Uh, it's four a.m. It's all good, bro. <laughs> um, what it probably like yeah, I'm, said, it and I'm gonna really, wrap it soon. Yeah, it wouldn't really affect me so much, you know, unless I'm trying to get, you know, fuel or something from a truck stop. Um, but for the most part, you know, it won't be that big of an issue. Um, because I mean, I got. You know, my truck, I mean, it's running off of, it runs off of more than, you know, it doesn't need electricity for my truck to run. So, like I said, I can cook, 
I can, you know, do like all kinds of stuff in my truck that it really, you know, that's it was just everything else would just be considered outside. So basically, it wouldn't affect you too much other than like having to get gas or maybe some traffic lights. Yeah, I mean, if I'm I'm low on my fluids, so you know, water and this, that, and the other, they shut down a store because of lights and stuff. Yeah, stuff like that might affect me. But uh, let me read this, bro, because this how the universe works. It's kind of looks like it seems like this is related to what we were talking about. It says, without knowing yourself, without knowing your own way of thinking and why you think certain things, without knowing the background of your conditioning. And why you have certain beliefs about art and religion, about your country and your neighbor, and about yourself, how can you think truly about anything? Without knowing your background, without knowing the substance of your thought, and whence it comes, surely your search is utterly futile. Your action has no meaning, has it? That's, that's done, son. That's that's and look the next the next page says the revolution will be tele telepathic. Oh wow. Um if you feel like you don't fit in to this world, it's because you are here to help create a new one. That first one was really good. There's a bunch of these though. I'm not gonna read all these shits. That first one was really good. Because yeah. it seems like it was related to what we're talking about. Um, I'm going to yeah. read it one more time. Without knowing yourself, without knowing your own way of thinking, and why you think certain things, without knowing the background of your conditioning, and why you have certain beliefs about art and religion, about your country and your neighbor, and about yourself, and how, how can you think truly about anything? Without knowing your background, without knowing the substance of your thought, of whence it comes, surely your search is utterly futile. Your action has no meaning. I don't agree with all of that, but there's good stuff in there. And well, perspective, right? We talk about perspective all the time on the show. And when people say they know, that is my problem, you know, because you don't know. Like, most likely, you don't know. You don't know. Whatever it is you think you know, you don't know. You need to learn more about it. You know what I'm saying? So the perspective, we, 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 we forget that we're just looking through our eyes and we can only, we have our limited senses and our, our lim limited media, <laughs> you yeah. know? To and, and, and that's, I think that's more when we're looking at the majority, you know, the, I mean, well, uh, the masses, let me say the masses, the, um, you know, the 85% of people, you know, f and, uh, you know, based on, you know, what they've been exposed to, they feel like they know, um, you know, what's really going on and they're making a sound judgment, but it's, such a small percent of people who actually can see it from 
those different angles, you know, because they have exercised those, uh, you know, their thoughts and, you know, see it from different viewpoints. A lot of people are not doing that to where they can truly look at how, you know, you know, they're being affected themselves or even how others are being affected based on, you know, what, you know, they're able to see what's happening, you know, real time. But, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, everything is mind. You know, we're all connected based on that one central brain of the universe. And, you know, maybe certain parts of some of us maybe are meant to be oblivious to certain things. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, if every, you know, like there would be nothing to fix if everybody looked at it, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe we do. If we, if they were looking at all the different perspectives and saw, you know, they could see the light of everything, you know, from, and even from different points of view, like the world wouldn't be exciting enough to live or even us. Like us doing this podcast to get people more into, um, you know, maybe out, you know, local politics or just to actually make changes in the world that, you know, will make it a better place. So, you know, us, you know, push, like, I don't know. I mean, we have to, I, that's another perspective in which, you know, I guess we have to look at it that. Everybody is not going to be us or, you know, we, we can't be everybody. We can't, you know, we're, right. we're missing, you, you know what I'm saying? So, But uh, it, everything's contagious and that's what I always be saying, you know, so you just spread, you put out the good energy because, you know, when you walk into a room, like you, you have an impact on the room. That's what I want to make people really understand is that they have power because the corporations want to continue to tell you that you don't. But simple facts are the matter of you just looking around, you can see it. When you walk into a room and you affect that room, like let's say you are in a sad mood when you walk into the room and now you've made the room a little more sad, like, or whatever. You come in there all happy, you've made the room a little more happy. It spreads around, it's contagious. Like you the universe is mine, like you said. These, can you see this picture on the screen I have? It says 1908. To Absaraki Native Americans on horseback outside a teepee in the snowy woods of Montana. Um, what is, what is a couple of comments. Looks warm is based off the smoke stain. It's one guy says, ah, real Americans. But why they call them Native American if they if their land don't have American in it? It will be much better if those tribes still exist there now. Y'all Americans did they so wrong? What the what that lifestyle now? Don't care if I don't have electricity. Want peace? Was there cameras in nineteen oh eight? Clearly there was, dumbass. What kind of fucking common is that? Wow, that's such an awesome pick. People these days aren't even close to being as tough as them. 
Amazing people that got their land taken from them. I'm ashamed of our ancestors and how they treated them. Thanksgiving is a joke. You know, what about teaching this to your fourth graders? Hey, don't you put the year historic pictures without it or census. Slow, so bloody cold. Wait, so bloody cool. What material is the teepee covered in? That's snow. But I wonder what they made it out of, huh? Because they probably was got some, that shit was probably insulated like a motherfucker. Whatever, whatever they used was the best shit, probably. <laughs> to insulate your shit. Yeah. And we probably, that kind of knowledge is so lost. And that's what I be talking about all the time. The knowledge that's lost. The, the, the library of, of Alexandria, you know, when you, when you, when you destroyed these Native Americans, you destroyed a whole bunch of knowledge. They knew about the local plants. They knew about the herbs. They knew about the, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that they would uh, be able to pass on or, you know, I mean, we, they could help us right now a lot to bring back balance to the way we do shit so that we can be self-sustaining and we can we can preserve all this shit that we're freaking well, destroying. The, well, there's so many people that really, like, even today that knows how a lot of this, those things work right here, right now, today. But because of, you know, our distorted views of you know because i mean like pharmacopoeia using you know instead of using natural holistic uh things we've become accustomed to thinking that these chemicals and these different things that's con you know uh being constructed in labs is better than what god created for us and it's it's a, it's it's a, it's a form of insanity to think that you know because i mean some of these things that are put together, you know, I guess in labs may be able to help just as good or some maybe even sometimes better than, um, you know, the natural medicine. But that's rare. I mean, we, we don't realize, you know, shit, just the fact of eating right where you don't even need any kind of... Uh, any type of medicine might be a better solution, but either way, it's... And the vibration, the spirit, the energy, the love, we left, we leaving out all of these parts. Yeah, the mind. this was something I was talking about earlier with one of my friends is that, like, you know, we forget sometimes that, like, how well placebo works. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's your mind that you you know you've you've allowed your mind to believe something is gonna be so awesome or so great for you that you can you know a sugar pill will end up making you feel better than something that was you know may have been you know a, a different solution but it's all in your mind like I said mind over matter so if you t if you're in pain. Uh, you want your doctor to give you a prescription for some strong pain medicine, 
but you still but instead of them giving you that strong pain medicine they give you a prescription of sugar pills and for whatever reason you stuff them better yeah. yeah and that's because of you know how you have trained your brain and that's why they have to do double blind studies you know when they do when they say double blind studies it means even the doctors and nurses involved in the study don't even know if they're giving out the placebo or not. Yep. Um, because they did studies and realized that it impacts even them knowing ha um, has an impact. Check this post out. I posted on Instagram. It's like in Spider-Man 2002, Peter has a radioactive spider bite the size of a golf ball. But instead of going to the doctor, he decides to sleep it off. This is because Peter lives in America. Hmm. Strong. Because our healthcare system is trash. And we need to admit that shit and, and, and then deal with it. We can't even get to the point to acknowledge the reality of it. I think it's very scary that you know it, it is that's how it really is but so what do you do what do you do what's the answer I don't know <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Doc Post is being ready by creating a beer. Is being ready by creating a beer virus worth the cost of the beer virus getting released into the public? Hmm. To be or not to be? That is hmm. the question. I mean, I, they. I think they want to make money, and um, we got to be careful when we talk about this. But I mean. A lot of information has come out about what happened in the lab. And so people mm. got sick and they didn't know. They took didn't take it as a big deal. They didn't know what the hell. And so the question is, was that an accident or not? Someone died. One of the people who got sick, at least one of them that was in the lab, they, they passed away. Um... So, you know, and then, you know, so like if you say it was on purpose, then that shows that these people don't even care about the people who be working in the labs and shit. You know, and, and that's dangerous. That's scary because at some point, uh, executives going to come to the labs. You know, these are upper class people. So that's what makes me wonder about that. I wonder about that. So, but, um, you know, about it being on purpose or an accident. But before you can even, you know, if you go before that, you have to ask the question, why are they even dabbling in this type of research in the first place? This type of stuff that can be dangerous enough to escape a lab 
and cause a whole fucking pandemic. And if you are working on some shit like that, you should be way underground some goddamn where. Some kind of fucking way with all kinds of protocols where there ain't no way that shit can get out. Y'all feel me? Yeah. So, but look, one the kicker with this is the reason why these companies go over there to China to do these kind of um, research is because they couldn't do it over here. The regulations are lower there in China, so they can get away with more, you know, because they wouldn't let them do that shit over here. Mm, I don't know. I mean, maybe they would let them do it, but, you know, I'm, it was I'm, a, thinking, I'm, I'm it, just thinking that it's more the competence of the people to get what they want to get done because, uh, you well, know, it was an yeah. American company who was doing that shit, and they decided to do it at that lab in, in China. Um, the doctor that leaked it was the only victim of it in a Chinese hospital. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. I think it was, I knew it was at least one person who died. And um, so, but damn, was it an accident? Was it on, on purpose? The shit became a pandemic. Why were they even, because they were, because, okay, the research was, they was trying to figure out, because, see, this particular virus or whatever originally shouldn't have been able to move from species to species. It wasn't supposed to be able to infect humans. But with the experiments that they were doing, they modified this fucking thing and made it to where that it could infect humans. Exactly. I didn't. I, I didn't know that you realized that. I, you know, I've been doing a lot of studying on it. That this eventually was. You know, I knew even, this way back in the day because I was went. I went head off deep in that shit because about in January I want to say because the thing happened in like what was it December November December is when the shit happened in the Wuhan lab, and then I want to say January February is when we started to get really good information about what happened because people were leaking it. And so, like I say, way back then, I knew about this, what I'm talking about now. And I've been careful about talking about this kind of stuff, but I think that time has passed now. So I think it's softer now, but I was yeah. kind of scared to even say the words that I've said already. Um, now, they've, they've been discussing this in, in Congress, uh, private meetings and stuff yeah. like that. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's out there more and more, you know, if you watch Forbes, um, yeah, I do. Yeah. The Forbes news on YouTube, yeah. you can get a lot of that, um, you know, see a lot of those things that you're not going to see on regular news, you know? Yeah, I, I say look for independent media anyway. Other people like me, so to, to get your fucking news from, because it's probably going to be better than whatever you get from MSNBC, Fox, CNN, whatever the fuck. They reading the damn script, and then they don't give a damn about you. They're getting paid a big-ass fucking check. Why would they tell you the truth? Yeah, no, nah, a lot of them are just actors, performers. They go and do their part, and then they move on. And, you know, they go home to their families with a nice check. You know, they're just doing what they're told. A lot of them are just actors. And taking care of their family and friends and family, just like the politicians. 
almost the same. That's why that's why it's easy. Like them people get along with each other. And like I say, their kids all go to the same schools with each other. Like these big the big news anchors, the politicians, and the like CEOs and CFOs of these big corporations. All their yeah. kids go to the same schools. You know, they're, they're and, cool and they're, getting, they're getting trained to deal how you know they're getting trained how to deal with us from afar, um, from a young age, and you know, that it's 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 a totally different cycle. way of thinking, totally yeah. different perspective, totally different way of thinking, and that's where people will like be saying people say they know they don't know. You think you know that from the perspective of. You know, I didn't know Nancy Pelosi's dad was like the king of some York or some shit. Like, the thing is, all of these people, their parents were somebody like, like, oh, and I just saw a video. Um, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell is that nigga name? The nigga who did Ant Man. I think he did Ant Man. What's that dude's name? White actor. Oh shit! I can't. Oh. What? I know who you're talking about, but I can't and he did a man. horrible Batman. He did Batman one time. It was so terrible. <laughs> like he's really not a very good actor, and he's really not very good. And the thing is, I saw um, when he was a kid. I recently I saw he was doing like a PBS show for kids, um, documentary type thing. So like I said, how, you know, how the hell did he land all that shit? And um, so, you know, that's already connected is what I'm saying. Um, and, and that's what happens with all of these people like Nancy Pelosi, uh, Chuck Schumer, uh, uh, on the other side, uh, Mitch McConnell. All of these people, if you look at their parents, they were somebody, you know what I'm saying? like that was important and in charge and like because what you were saying was they're trained people how to you know rule us basically yeah let me see I, i'm missing some comments on doc i don't know when did i stop the doctor that leaked it was the only victim they are a developing nation according to the un so they have fewer restrictions as first world countries as well that's what i was saying they killed his ass for leaking the origin and the genetic makeup of the virus. I can believe that because you always kill the assassin. You assassinate the assassin. Nobody can talk. Ain't nobody talking after that. They talking to the fishes. It's mm -hmm. public knowledge now. Even CNN covered the Wuhan leaks. Yeah. So these viruses are what they are going to use to get the guys that hold out in the hills and resist when the red dawn are asked. Ooh, that's kind of, that's dun, dun, pretty dun, dark. Huh? Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> dark right there. Paul Rude did Ant-Man, never Batman. So I'm probably thinking of the wrong guy. I can't think of his name anyways. Um, it doesn't matter. The point is the nigga it don't have no talent really. And he's in uh, all these blockbuster fucking movies and have been in shit since he was a kid. You know what I'm saying? And, and not everybody get this thing handed to them. What I'm saying is there's certain groups of people who, like, we have a class structure. They keep the elite elite, 
and they keep the poor poor. You know what I'm saying? And they don't really want anybody to move, even though they tell us, they sell us this idea of the American dream. They don't want you to move. You, you're never really going to move. And even when you think that you are, they're still going to look at you as not because they're going to say, because they, what, what they, how they designate it is by your parents and who you were born by. You can go ahead and make a whole bunch of money in this life. You know what I'm saying? Coming from parents that they don't feel was in the crowd of elite. And then you could think that you're, you can even be in them circles with them, but they don't not see you as one of them. Yeah. You're not one of them. That's not how they look at it. It's not about how much money you have. No. Uh, in most cases, you know, they, and, and you know, yeah, you, you might be able to be around them, but you're still going to get X'd out of a lot of, uh, some of the events so you're not going to be invited to all of the some of the parties you're going to miss they're not going to invite you to it yeah and like you said you're going to be excluded from certain conversations and it's a competition (laughs) and it is a competition to them because they do want to be ahead of the game and they're not going to inform you uh, the way they're going to inform their own because of that very scenario they don't you know like and, you know, and this it, is also it, it, not as racial as people would think, because there's multiple multiple ethnicities who have this lineage that they really look at, and it's through the mom side. It comes from the mom, so that's how they look at it. And it's and you can you can have different ethnicities. These are not just white folks, but they care a lot about your lineage and who your parents were. Yeah, and your grandparents, and and kind of like your cousins and shit too, because it that's how it works. It's all fucking, and that's why uh, that's why a lot of families. You have to understand why people, you know, these people well, in these groups. You can't marry certain people. Like you can date these people, but you can't marry them. The your family won't allow you. Well, no, the, you know they can fuck you, but they can't marry you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of <laughs> when you look at it from that angle, you know. Basically, but, uh, and a lot of times it's a fetish. It's a fetish. These people be like people. Some people are racist and they'll have sex with. It's like it's part of their fetish. Like it's like a love to hate type of di- thing. And and, 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 and and do rough sex with them and stuff like that. And they really get off to that shit. Doc says you won't but your kids will be more included then there's more it's generational wealth it has similar rules to the fugilant advancement system very machiavellian and that's what i'll be saying all the time and that's the serfs the lords all that shit is the that's the system that they are you know reflecting in the system that we live in today they really want it to be the same they really want it to be just like that. With all you serfs out there working in the fields and your kids can never be nothing but serfs. You know, the Lord's kids become lords and they and, and most likely they can never be. Sometimes the Lord's can cross over, but most of the time they don't. They stay within that. 
and then you have the kingdom type people, the ones that's you know, and and, and they and their kids are gonna be the kings. Yeah, um, with the Maria Shriver, uh, I think is a pretty good example of like you know how like she's able to kind of go through life without everybody knowing all of her you know connections because she doesn't carry the full the the family name the uh because she was a part of the uh the kennedys i believe it was or um i think she's a part of the kennedy family but you know she still has that that blood that you know has power and able to maneuver through different things but a lot of people don't really recognize her i mean there's a of course there's a lot of people that knows who she, she is but for others where you know you don't have that direct name you know uh recognition you you go under the radar but her kids are gonna be able to go into different circles that um you know we won't, you know, saying we may never get into. Not that I want to be a part of that circle because I think that we're creating our own circle of uh, of power um, now that you know others may want to be a part of. You know, my when my son gets older, you know, like mm -hmm. yeah, those circles. I, I love this comment, Doc. Surf's up, baby. I will have a happier life with more dignity than they can ever conceive or buy. And I think there is a lot of advantages to kind of like being on the bottom or whatever. Um, I think I think there's a freedom. There's some freedoms there that some don't have on the higher end in their life. Like they don't get to make choices because just like we was just saying about who you can marry. Um, you know other things where you can what 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 degree you can do in college and actually what job you're going to have because a lot of times right they get given these jobs you know uh, you have to work for the company yeah <clears throat> all right well look i love you guys about to get out of here huh it's 4 30. i'm gonna wrap it too bro Thank yeah, you for I gotta, being here, man. Yeah, I haven't had a day off yet, and I'm still gotta get up and do drive a little more in the morning, and uh, try to get myself protected before this storm hits. So I gotta be ready to go. Well, get you some rest, man. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap it. I pretty much covered everything I wanted to cover today. So, and it's getting late. So, you you fell off. Yeah, not sure what really happened, but I didn't want to just leave be like that. Like you that. Know. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he left like that. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'll holler at you. <laughs> Yeah, nah, it wasn't meant to happen like that. And you be having I, none of this type of stuff show up on my um my feed. <laughs> I've cultivated my uh, Instagram timeline over years. <laughs> okay, it's 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 taking a good amount of time. <laughs>
And, and a lot of these people are private. Uh, these are private. Uh, I've been following. Go, go, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Then I, the I saw something. They said the placebo effect or something that they said. Yeah. We was just talking. I, I think this. Yeah, is, placebo yeah. effect. Yeah, right there. It's funny how the universe works, bro. How we be talking about shit and then it just shows up on my timeline. It says the yeah. placebo effect is one of the least understood phenomena in modern science. Yet it is something that prevails time and time again. It is literal proof that humans have the ability to heal and create outcomes solely based on belief and expectation. If that is true, imagine how much more we would be capable of if we learned how to tap into this way of being on a regular basis. Dun, dun, dun. There's a lot of people, like even, even with COVID, like there's people who's just like, oh shit, I can't get sick. I mean, that shit ain't gonna, and they believe it. And shit, these are some of the people who, you know, they, they, they might, you never know, like they might have even encountered people with COVID because, but because of their mindset that this thing can't, can't get to me yeah it doesn't you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. you know your connection with the universe and how you interact with it your your beliefs are you know can set you free you know what i'm saying so yeah i i wish that was something that i could do in any situation but you know just like most humans we do allow certain things to put us in fear and subject ourselves even more because we've opened ourselves up to certain things that um, that we might be able to protect ourselves from totally. And the, and the whole healthcare system is fucked up and it's because we left out the heart part and we left out the vibration part. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like I was saying, I think that you should have a relationship with your doctor from the time that you're a baby. And if you do, then you trust him more. And when he prescribes you something and he tells you this is going to make you feel better, you're going to more likely believe it. And then maybe it more likely works. And the thing is, the, the thing with the rain dance and the vibrations and the stuff that the natives do um, when people are sick and give them soup and stuff like that. This is stuff that needs to be implemented into our healthcare system. We need to stop denying this stuff that it works because it works. Yeah. Doc says, reminder, Generation Warfare Wiki, follow the links to fourth and fifth generation warfare. We are in one right now. Yeah. Yep, we've been in one for a few decades already. Uh, and it's the same war. But uh, I was just going to speak to, like, you know, you got to really be careful about that who, that doctor because based on his beliefs and that's what he's training you to believe that, you know, yeah, oh, you better be careful with this. Oh, yeah, you should definitely take a shot for that. That's why it's got to be somebody you trust, <clears throat> somebody that's basically a fucking but, family member. Like, and that's how they did it back in the days. You well, inherited yeah. your father's doctor. If it was a family member or something that carries the same kind of spiritual <clears throat> presence that you have, yeah, you're probably a lot better off. But, I mean, there's some doctors, I mean, that you could believe in that is going to still guide you towards fear yeah. or 
you know, things that's going to take <laughs> you away from nature. You know what I'm saying? So that just, that, just the idea of belief is not necessarily the uh, the stronghold. Right. You know, you got to have some science back. No. Doc says, it's the secret quantum physics, the combined power of all mankind's belief become an energy field that we can draw on and use to manipulate our world. We are created in God's image as a spiritual being connected to the universe. The meat sack is just the shell. We are the power. Yeah. I, well I, said, Doc. Yep, well said. And I think we can end on that. That's like... That's perfect. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Peace and love. Thank y'all for joining. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for your time. Thank y'all for commenting. Thank y'all for liking and sharing and subscribing and telling your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Thank y'all for everything. Getting our viewership up. Um, you know, I, I, I think our viewership will be growing a lot more uh, yeah. the near in the near future. So we we, we thank y'all in advance. Yeah. Come and come and join the club. Yep. Come join the conversation. Come to come to chat with me and Pat. Yeah. Wow, that, that could be the name of a show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Get some rest, man. All right, bro. I'ma holler. All right. Peace and love. Yep. Because I thought you might have, you would have, maybe. Yeah. Just woke up. Done, son. Yeah. King Chalk Entertainment. Here we go. If you haven't already, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Check us live and become a part of the show on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, Wednesday and Thursday at 11 p.m. and Friday and Saturday at 1 a.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah. While you're playing the game, working out, cleaning, or whatever, check out the more refined audio versions of the show on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and more. Keyword, King Chaka ENT. Yeah. Shouts out to Pat, Doc, Deuce, Curtis, Brendan, Elliot, Juanita, Jay Lethal, Tariq, my Twitch follower, Francisco, and others. For always supporting the channel. Yeah. Race, spirituality, politics. Let's talk about it. We generate interest into what has happened and what is happening in our world. Therefore, creating activists. Let's go. Dale gas, baby. Dime que tú quieres, papi.